All right, we are live. Welcome to the Remarketing Podcast. My name is Jerome Lewis. I am your host for today. The Remarketing Podcast is a podcast where we talk marketing, tech, business, and leadership. We talk about we talk around these things for real estate agents, investors, and real estate entrepreneurs. The Remarketing Podcast has two purposes. Purpose number one, Andy, to spotlight you, your business, your service, or your product in a way that provides value to you, including market exposure and content creation. Purpose number two, to educate and inform our audience and our listeners. All right. That being said, Andy gave us a quick bio. He's going to, this was brief and to the point, and I'm going to have him introduce himself. Andy has eight years in the real estate space, and he says he's passionate about helping people solve their problems and get to the next level. Andy, welcome to the show. Your bio was nice and short. Um, Today, I would like to talk a little bit about Google Ads and what you do as a professional. But before we go there, please introduce yourself for us. Yeah, absolutely. Jerome, I appreciate you having me on the show. Uh, Sorry for the short bio. Uh, It's very limited for time these days. Uh, And I'll be honest, I I didn't realize that you're going to be actually using that directly for the show. So I'll give you a little bit of a bio on myself. Uh, I've been in real estate for about eight years now. Kicked off my career as an ISA, uh, basically, you know, cranking out 120 dials a day in the corner of uh, in the corner of a conference room. Moved on to be a listing agent. Uh, did that for a year. Got sort of burnt out and um, got basically got to where I'm what I'm doing right now. I got burnt out doing the listing agent side of things and realized like that's not where my like I, I was good at it, but I was honestly I was not super uh, super into basically having people call me at all hours of the day, if that makes sense. I, I needed, I wanted a little bit more control over my schedule, realized that I like the, you know, the inside sales and the marketing, like the lead generation side of things a lot more, which brings me to what we're doing today, uh, which is lead generation and appointment setting for real estate teams. So awesome. that's, that's the short, super concise elevator pitch version. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate that. And uh, one of the things I like to do here in our shows, like break down things in a very simple way. So when you were doing your intro, you mentioned ISA. Could you please tell us what an ISA is? Yeah, absolutely. So an ISA is essentially an appointment setter. So they manage your database. Um, I think the majority of the folks slash teams uh, that are using ISAs, they are exactly that. They are a team. Like most most solo agents are not working with an ISA. It's mostly a team that's working with an ISA. Like they need somebody sitting in a seat, making phone calls to the database and basically teeing up appointments for their team. Um, you know, it, it really comes down to a delegation of roles for a team. So, I mean, if you've got a team of, of agents, agents' highest and best use of their time is essentially going out, getting face-to-face with people, writing contracts, closing deals, uh, you know, that kind of thing, like their highest and best use of their time is not making a hundred, you know, hundred plus phone calls a day, uh, to get a hold of people that are not ready to go. Basically that, that is the highest and best use of an ISA's time. So to speak. Okay. So. Awesome. I, I appreciate that. And, uh, so we have a list of questions. We're going to get into those questions and I want, I like to formulate the questions around the person's expertise. So you do like a, you, you run an agency, you do a few things and, I, but I specifically want to kind of talk about Google today and uh, I want to be really specific to real estate since our audience is real estate. Um, the first question that I pose to you is, and you talked about this a little bit in your bio. First question is what's one thing you're in, in your business that you did not expect? So when I say you talked about it a little bit, like you started in the real estate sales side, like as an agent, listing agent, and then things change, is that it? Or could you talk a little bit about the question I just asked? 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, when we first got, got started doing what we're doing, which is essentially lead generation and appointment setting services, um, I think I probably assumed that it was going to be a lot easier to get started than it was. Uh, that it, it is so hard to start a business. And uh, I don't know, I'm, I'm 33 now. I feel I definitely feel a whole lot older after the last few years. Uh, just just put it that way. And, and, and the, the other thing, so like when I was young, you know, like, and I'm, I'm quote unquote young, like, you know, 23, 24, 25, like, you know, you think you're pretty hot, you know what, when you're 23, 24, 25, right. the reality is like, man, when you get older, you realize like you really don't have all the answers. And I think you get a lot humbler as the years go on. So it's important, like to anybody that, I don't know, do you, do you have any, is this, is this mostly like a younger audience or is it like all sorts of ages, would you say? It's a variety variety yeah so i i think the most important thing is man if you think you have all the answers you are correct. i'm telling you that right now and if and if you and if you feel like you do have all the answers man you got to hang out with a with people that are smarter than you then because you i promise you you don't have all the answers so absolutely i agree and shout out to you i'm 33 years old as well when's your birthday uh june 3rd okay nice. coming coming up here pretty soon man Nice. I'm March. I'm a Pisces. March 17th. March so, 17th. Yeah. Well, you gotta enjoy your 33. I'm, I'm, uh, I, I feel like, I feel like 34 is, that's like, I'm starting to become middle age now, uh, which is a little scary to be honest, but it's, uh, it's all good. So. All right. Um, next question I have for you is what's a common myth about your expertise? So what's a common myth about Google Ads? Like we talked a little bit in the inbox. I want to hear um, from your perspective, like what's a common myth about Google Ads? And you can even, I know I keep saying Google Ads because that's what I'm interested in, but you can even talk about like the ISA space as well. What's the common myth that you often hear? So I think, I think everybody, um, you know, th this space is actually, so Google Ads is complicated, but mm -hmm. really, really what you're doing with Google Ads is you're just directing people's attention at the end of the day. Okay. Like these are, these are, you know, these are humans that are typing in searches uh, and they're looking for answers to problems, mm -hmm. right? Like they, you know, they're, they're, you know, people go to Google because they have a problem and they need a solution to that problem. Mm -hmm. So if you can, and, and I know like, I, I used to listen to podcasts all the time where people would say, you know, they give like these vague, you know, these really it's seemingly like like very vague answers. But I'm I'm telling you, like this is the case. Like if if you can address people's pain points and then offer them a solution to solve those those pain points or like whatever whatever like maybe they have a an, a, you know specifically for Google Ads, maybe they have an answer. Uh, maybe they're asking a question. So like I'll give you an example. So basically like. You know, a lot of the the leads that we're running these are these are seller leads. I mean, they're looking, you know, they're typing in keywords like, you know, what's my home worth or something like that. So, you know, we're we're sending that traffic into a form and we're get, we're offering them a, a home value, right? So it's you know, so I mean that like the problem that they have is they want to know what their home is worth, and we're offering them a solution to that problem. So it's a very simple concept. Like you know, people want to make up you know make it out uh, make out advertising to be this really you know complex really hard to understand thing and, and really advertising is is actually pretty simple but it's it, it, what where it gets complicated though is actually like you know getting inside of google ads and like you know there's a million things going on i don't even i don't even run our ads anymore i was telling you this in in facebook because you'd actually asked me to to speak a little bit about google ads to your audience and i actually declined 
a little while back because I, I don't even run our, our ads. Like I have somebody do, doing that for us. But at the end of the day, like, it, you know, advertising is a very simple thing. And I think as long as people are focused on, you know, identify what the problem is, speak to that problem and then offer a solution, like you will have success when you're doing advertising. Awesome. And like, like you mentioned, I say that all the time, too, because people, oh, this SEO, you need this keyword, that keyword, and those things are relevant. However, the basis of SEO is how can you help serve people? You have to think in terms of people. So I always announce that I always like people to appreciate that. Yes, there's some tech involved, but it's the purpose of the tech is to serve people. How do people think? What are they looking for? What questions are they asking? So I appreciate that. We both have similar uh, came, came up with similar uh, research on that. Next question that I have for you is what is the most important lesson you've learned in your time of what you're doing now, like ISA, lead generation and Google ads? Yeah, hundred percent. So this is a sales principle that I talk about. I mean, I, I'm posting about this stuff all the, all the time. Mm -hmm. If, if you are not truly concerned about the needs of the person that you're trying to do business with, so helping them, like, Focus on helping them solve a problem. Again, it's it's very similar with like you know advertising, like problem solution, right? So if, if you're if you're truly focused on helping them solve a problem, uh, and you're offering a solution, sales is actually pretty straightforward. Like that's what like people people pay money to you know I, I will pay somebody money to somebody that can solve a problem with, for me. So you know everybody wants to make sales out to be like you know super complicated, but that you know that is truly what it is. If you're if you're truly focused on serving the needs of other people and not expecting anything in return, solve their problems. Like you, like I mean, the world is your oyster, man. Like it's it's hard, it's hard, it's hard to. I mean, I mean, look at all the problems in the world today. There's problems everywhere. So like you just you just got to open your eyes and go find them, right? Uh, I have. So the next question, I want to break it up into two, right? The, the next question is, who has been your most important professional mentor? And the two ways that I want to split it is I want I want to know, like, who's been your most important like mentor and influence inside of the Google space. And then I also want to know in terms of the real estate space. Yeah, absolutely. So I'd say the, the biggest mentor for me in the advertising space, are we talking specifically Google ads or just talking about advertising in general? Let's do both. Can you handle both? The advertising uh, in general and Google ads? Man, that's a, that's a tough one. I, I So like Google ads, like honestly, the, the guy that actually runs uh, our ads, like he's he's been the biggest mentor. I found him in a Facebook group because I had questions on how to, how to link up uh, Google Tag Manager to Google ads plus like Google Analytics. So like linking up those three together is... I mean, I feel like you need a PhD to do all of that. If you're mm -hmm. talking just about advertising in general, I, I think the list of people is just is too lengthy to mention. Um, I, I mean, I, I there's just so many people off the top of my head. Uh, I mean, obviously, Russell Brunson. I think yeah. everybody probably knows who he is, probably. Man, I can't even think of it. I, I would say like, you know, so Russell Brunson, I mean, when I when I first picked up his book, dot com secrets, so that was back in 2010. That was basically that was basically back when I was getting started doing this for the most part. And I didn't I didn't know anything. I didn't know a single thing about advertising or anything related to to lead generation. I had just been in real estate for, you know, uh, I was probably like five. Yeah, about five years at that point. But I never run my own ads at that point. So 
Okay, so Russell Brunson, give us a few more. Who else? Uh, I know it's a lot because when people ask me the same question, it's tough. But what are some of your some of the other ones? Um, so, uh, Ogilvy. Uh, what, what what I I don't know why I can't remember Ogilvy's uh, Ogilvy's first name, but yeah, Ogilvy. Um, I don't know. I, I, are you familiar with Gary Halbert at all? Yes. Okay, yes. Gary Halbert, he's like a copywriting legend. So I've read I've read everything. I've I've read pretty much everything that's publicly available for Gary Halbert. I'm sure he's got a bunch of really expensive stuff that has not seen the light of day. Um, but you know, when it comes to copywriting, um you know, I think there's a there's a quote that he mentioned. Uh I, I don't know if this is Gary Halbert, but there there's I, I, I've I don't know if this is Gary Halbert, but I think it was. The quote that he said is uh there's no such thing as a a copywriter that uh, is hungry, like a, a great. There's no such thing as a as a great copywriter that is going hungry. Like if, if basically, if, if you can write great copy, uh, you should be able to find your way around and make you know make make money on the internet somewhere, essentially. So, I, I don't know if that's helpful or not. That is helpful, and I I think that I would like to hone in on that a little bit because I don't think people understand the importance of copywriting. And I've learned uh, I have you know, mentors and people that I like too. Brunson was one of them. I like Kennedy. I like, uh, who else? Um, th that's good enough for now. But one of the things that Kennedy always says is like, if you know how to write copy, you'll never go broke. Uh, who is, um, what's the guy? Uh, Jim Edwards. I like him a lot too. He's really great yeah, as Jim well. Edwards. Yeah. And, and so people think that writing is simply you just type out sentences and you know you say what you do but there's like a lot behind copywriting and they they make a lot of money because of that can you from your perspective can you share like is it simple to write copy is it complicated is it complex uh some people write logically emotionally what's your insight on copywriting in general man so i think the the biggest thing and this is just like a life lesson mm -hmm. um you, you just got to get started I mean, honestly, okay. so like, you, you, I mean, we're friends on Facebook. I mean, I'm sure you mm -hmm. see me posting stuff all the time. Um, what I basically committed to, I mean, so I, I, I guess like I, I have, I have always been naturally inclined to write. Uh, and right. I think that that happened as a result of a lot of the, the classes that I had in high school when I was growing up, like I just liked to write, mm -hmm. but you know, specifically when it comes to, you know, copywriting with advertising, um, I think you just got you just got to you, you got trial and error trial and error like you know so social media is amazing for that because you can just you can post as many times a day as you want and you know the way that i essentially am gauging like okay did that did that stick or that didn't stick like did people comment on it or not if nobody commented then i got to go back to the drawing board so you know i would just say you know if, if you're trying to to figure out you know how do i get better at copywriting uh, I would just suggest, you know, commit yourself to posting one time a day on, on Facebook that's, or, or on wh whatever platform you, you want to be uh, posting on and just do that every single day, no matter what. It's probably going to sound like you're posting to nobody for a while, but then, you know, eventually you get better at it. And truly, if, if you're concerned about what other people think, nobody cares. Like, honestly, nobody cares. Like, just, just you just got to put it out there and just let it rip, you know? Yeah. So in, in, the, in the copywriting space, we have what you, you often hear people talk about, like a swipe file. Do you have a swipe file? And could I you, do have. Okay, awesome. And could you define, because I know I'm getting a little too technical, but could you define what a swipe file is? Could you help us understand that? Yeah, 100%. So a swipe file is essentially just a collection. I mean, for me, it's just a collection of things that I've picked up from 
uh, all sorts of people. So I've got swipe files for uh, quotes that I really like, uh, swipe files for, you know, I think like great headlines. So like, so a swipe file for great headlines is really important. So if I, anytime I see a great headline anywhere, whether it be on, I don't know, Facebook, it's like a Facebook ad, or it's like a newspaper article, or, you know, it's a, it's a Gary Halbert something or other, I will put that in my swipe file. So I, and I, I actually score all the headlines myself personally. So I, I can sort them on an Excel spreadsheet, you know, from the ones that I like the most to the ones that I don't like the most. So like when I'm coming up with ads that we're making, um, it's very easy for me to go out, go back and get inspiration, uh, you know, on, on what I think a headline, uh, a good headline might be for an ad that we're creating essentially. If you, and the reason why a swipe file is important is you don't, you don't necessarily want to reinvent the wheel. Like if you have like a template or something like, you know, just try, maybe not like completely change, you know, work, work, work off of that because you already know that it works. Right. Um, and I, I think that's where a lot of people maybe get frustrated is, um, they're trying to reinvent the wheel. The wheel has already been made. Like do what's, you know, focus, like borrow bits and pieces of what, you know, other people have already been successful with. So, I don't know that does that sort of answer your question a little bit? Yeah, it does. And I, I just want to make a comment. Uh, one of my mentors, uh, Kenny, he says it's not about writing. It's more about assembly. You put pieces together, copywriting. You put this from here. You take this out of a swipe file. You don't really you do some writing, but the bulk of it is assembly. You put together a letter. And I just want people to understand that uh, we're good. We're getting into copyright. I want to get back over to Google Ads. But before we do that, uh, I want to hear from you, right? Is I've got two questions. The first one is: Is copywriting important in the real estate space? And if it is, why? So it, it is for Google Ads. It's not really as important, to be okay. honest. So, so I, I used to do a lot more Facebook advertising than we're doing uh, right now. Like we're we're basically the majority of of what we do is Google Ads. Um, and and you know, for real estate, it's it's just very simple. Like uh, you know. You, you have your your 15 slots for you know your headlines on you know google search ads essentially so i mean you're just you're just speaking to the pain points and the problems that that and offering solutions for whatever the person is trying to solve and you i mean you you're limited by the number of characters that you can uh put in those 15 slots so i mean it's i feel like it's probably not as is important for for google ads but for something like facebook ads yeah it's super important um so yeah, I, I would say it depends on what platform you're using, like something like YouTube, for example, like the headline and the, you know, whatever the title of your video is like, yeah, it's hugely important. So. OK, so that, that leads to my next question. I was going to ask you, you, you got you have the headline and then you have the body, which is more important to get right. So, I mean, the, the heads, I mean, no, I, there's a quote, it's like, uh, I forget who's, I think it was, I think it was Ogilvy actually. Once you've written your headline, you've spent 80 cents of every dollar that you're paying for your advertising. So like the headline, the headline is super important. Uh, if, if you don't get your headline right, you know, a lot of, I mean, they, they, the, the whole point of the headline is to get people to read your body, like the copy that's happening below that. If your headline sucks, then nobody's going to read your body of, of the, paragraph that you've got below that so awesome i appreciate that and so you you talk about like i'm like hey andy would you mind and you actually i'm gonna put some pressure on you because you actually say hey who wants to learn google ads or something like that that was why i initially 
interacted with you on the post. And then I was like, hey, come teach our class. He was like, no, agents can't really do this. It's complicated. Uh, can you tell me about can you tell me a little bit why it's complicated and why agents shouldn't be doing it themselves? Why they should hire someone like you or a team to actually do it for them? Yeah, so so here's the, here's the deal. It, it, I'm not I'm not saying don't do it yourselves. Like you you can mm -hmm. definitely give it a shot. Mm -hmm. You got to do so under the realization that there's going to be a serious uh, learning curve and expect to spend. I mean, expect to spend a whole lot of money at least up front to essentially figure out what works. That's just the reality of the situation. Um, if and, and to do it right. I mean, there's, you know, I, I alluded to this at the beginning of the conversation. So like, you gotta, you gotta be, you gotta know how to hook up Google analytics with Google ads, with Google tag manager. Like that is it's technical stuff that truthfully, I don't even fully truly understand that stuff, which is why I'm, I have somebody that does this for me. So, uh, you know, when, when uh, I, I think like when you initially reached out, I, I don't, to be honest, I don't even really remember the post, but like, I, I actually don't even feel that competent to even be talking about Google ads, like the specifically like the actual technical setup of the ads. Like I understand it at a very baseline level, but the tracking and the reporting of the ads, um, which is like, that's a huge part of you. If you can't track the the results, if you can't measure where your cost per lead is, like you're, 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 you're swimming, you're, you're sailing without a paddle or you're, you're, you know, you're, you're you don't know where you're going basically. So I think, you know, you, you can, you can try it yourself, expect to have a budget to make a lot of mistakes with. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if that's the answer that you're looking for. Yeah, but that's I, I, yeah I, I would strongly recommend uh, go find a mentor that knows how to do it. Unfortunately, like I, I'm not in the business of teaching people because we have I mean, we just have our you know, the clients that we work with. And honestly, I just don't have enough hours in the day. But uh, I would suggest, you know, go find a mentor. There's a couple podcasts that I'll recommend. The paid search podcast is excellent. I think that's required listening that's all google ads all the time there's a couple other podcasts yeah. in there as well and i think and I'm, I'm not affiliated with these guys at all i just think they do a great job um so okay awesome that uh, i think you kind of eliminated my question but let me ask it anyway i was going to ask you like what if i i'm like you know what i can't afford or i can't find the right person how do i get started in google ads what do i do like what's that process like do i get a book do i go online google how do I even yeah. find a mentor? Yeah, you're, you got to hit YouTube University and start figuring it out, man. If you can't if you can't afford it, then you got to, you know, YouTube University. There's a lot of great resources there. Um, that, that would be my recommendation. OK, so. and so now to we're, we're going to get away from Google Ads a little bit and let's get into like some entrepreneurship. So for uh, the question is, what's your favorite productivity hack for entrepreneurs? Yeah, so uh, productivity hack for me specifically, I use Apple Notes all day long. Uh, so I, I every day, uh, you know, there's no variation in my day in my work day. There, I have a checklist of about 50 things that I get done every single day, mm -hmm. and I you know if I get those things done every single day, everything else falls into place. I don't need to worry about where our where our business is coming from. I don't need to worry about you know fulfilling on services that we offer like it's just you know checklists if you don't have sops or checklists in place you're you're in big trouble so okay all right so now we're going to go a little bit personal and get to know you a little bit and first question i have for you what's your favorite childhood memory uh this is going to sound a little bit strange but childhood memory uh, i had to mow the grass when i was uh when i was growing up and my dad was a stickler for doing it the right way that means like <laughs> 
uh, making like cutting the grass, like the line's got to be straight. You got to do the edging around the side of the yard. Uh, if you don't do the edging, you're doing a, you know, to quote my, to quote my dad, you're doing a half-ass job. Like in a half-ass job, it looks you get half-ass results. So like the lawn, like if you mow the lawn and you don't do the edging around the house, uh, it looks all, it looks weird. It looks really funky. So like you gotta, like if you're gonna do a job, you gotta do it the whole way, all, all the way, 110% effort, or don't do it at all, basically. So. I like that, and it explains why you have the success that you have. Next question: What's your favorite job or your favorite industry that you've worked in? Uh, favorite job? I gotta say, it's what I'm doing right now, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, it's it's so important. You gotta find something that you enjoy doing, and you know, I forget who said it, but if you find something you enjoy doing, it's not work. You just get to enjoy doing. You get to, you get to come in. You get to come in and work, and you, you're doing what you enjoy doing. So it's not work. Awesome. I appreciate that. I'm the same way. People ask me, oh, how do you work so much? How do you? I enjoy it. Ever since I was, uh, I'm 33 now, ever since I was about 19 and I realized I could find a job that wasn't really work. I've been doing that ever since. And it's like, it's like a life hack. You're it's, so happy, it's, so fulfilled. It's it's important, man. If, if you enjoy what you're doing and I mean, it shows like people can feel it. It's it's uh, it's it's important, really important. Couldn't agree more. Next question. We got one more personal question. Then we're going to get into some bonus questions. The next question, if you could go back and give your 18 year old self one piece of advice, what would it be? Uh, you you need to focus on helping other people. Stop. Stop thinking about yourself. If you focus on helping people get what they want, then you can get what you want. Stop. Stop thinking about what you want. Stop. Start thinking about what other people want. And you'll get what you want. Okay, and would you would you say because you said that a little bit earlier, like your twenties, you were like, you thought you knew. Would you say that was part of that phase, and you thought you knew everything, or? You know, I I was just a lot more selfish when I was was okay. when I was that age. I I think I, I was still you know I was still pretty, you know I was pretty decent at sales, but I don't I don't think I truly understood that principle until you know 30, 31, 32. and man, it makes a big difference. It makes a huge difference when you're when you're trying to secure people's business. I mean, that's like, that's the number one principle. You must give people what they're looking for. If you're not giving people what they're looking for, they're going to go elsewhere. Awesome. So. so I got some bonus questions. I generally, these questions, I generally try to stop people with these questions, but let's see what happens, right? So first question is, what's the biggest challenge you are facing in your business? Uh, Right now is, uh, it's film. I mean, it's, 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 it's like how how many people can you bring on at one time and i think like finding a balance on that is is tough so i mean you know we have to we've got a really good team but um you know you, if you put it's sort of like a python like if, if if you try to eat too much all at once like you have serious indigestion so it's like how, how do we grow at a steady rate that doesn't cause everybody on the team to get super stressed out uh, you know, and hate and hate the job, like hate hate doing what they're doing. But you know, as as a business owner, like you're constantly looking. It's like, okay, you want to grow because you're also seeing that you know there's a lot of money, you know, there's money coming in, but there's all there's a lot of money going out too. So like, you want to be, you're you're always looking at how much is going out, uh, you know, on a, on a weekly, monthly basis. So. Okay. And what what is your what are your plans to overcome that issue? Uh, I, I think 
you know, just get, get me more efficient with the, you know, with the team that we've got. Um, I think we'll probably, we'll probably have to start raising prices here at some point because we've got a really good product and service. And honestly, it's just, you know, they, I mean, you know, it's supply and demand. I mean, it's just the, it's, it's, it's economics. You know, if you've got a, if you've got a lot of demand, like, you know, it's, it seemingly says that maybe your prices are too low, which maybe they are. I don't know. So that's, that's what we're looking at. Got you. I think prices will help out a little bit. The next question I have for you, how can someone add immediate value to you or your business? Um, you know, I mean, it just comes back to what I was saying, you know, figure out what people's pain points are and, and try to solve them. I mean, I, I think for us right now, um, man, that's a tough question. I mean, honest, honestly, you know, what would, and this is going to sound super corny, but what would add, add the most value to me? Like if you're struggling right now, shoot me a message on Facebook. I'll point you in the right, I'll try to point you in the right direction. I may, I have some of the answers. I don't have all the answers, but yeah, I feel like there's a lot of people out there right now that are, I mean, I spoke with somebody the other day that just was getting started in real estate and man, I mean, it's, I mean, this is not, this is a tough market right now, really tough market to get started. So, I mean, if you're, if you want to add value to my life, like reach out to me and I'll try to help you out. Like it's, it's rewarding for me, you know? Awesome. And that's immediate value because the next question is very similar. How can someone add long-term value to you or your business? Um, so I'm gonna leave, I'm gonna fall on the same same uh, answer I just gave there a second ago. Like li literally, if you're having if you're having issues in this market, like man, reach out. I we've got a lot of resources that we provide. Like no no strings attached. Like you know, we're just trying to help people get to where they want to be. So awesome, appreciate that. Next question: What are three books you'd recommend to the audience, and why? So there's a book that I'm reading right now that I have known about for a while, but I'm reading it right now. And man, it's so important. Uh, it's called the who, not the, or uh, no, it's, it's called the, the who, not the how. And that it's a, it's an amazing book that really talks about the, the same uh, problem that, you know, you were at, you're actually asking about earlier, which is like, okay, should agents be running their own Google ads? Right. And, and, and this book talks specifically about like, okay, do you, should you, should you be spending your time learning how to do this? Or should you be spending your time finding somebody like the who, like spending your time focusing on finding somebody that knows how to do this, uh, that is better at it. And the, the thing with finding the who instead of the how, like the how that's linear growth. And this is like the big aha moment for me that, that if you go, if you try to figure out how to do it yourself, that's linear growth. If you find the who that's exponential growth. And if you do that enough times, like, by adding the right people onto your team, you, you will get exponential growth like that. And that for me was just like, oh, like, of course, I should. I wish I had really. I wish I'd really known this like ten years ago, and maybe uh, success would have happened a little bit quicker. But you know, it is what it is. And I know, I know, you're asking for three books, but but that that book right there, uh, I, like, I'm gonna read that one, and I'm reading it again. I'll probably read it a third time because it's that good. So, okay. So <laughs> I, I'm scared to ask this question. What's one question you wish I'd asked you and how would you have answered? Um, I, uh, I think, I, I think, uh, man, I, I don't know, man. Um, <laughs> I, I, what, ask, ask me what my favorite hot sauce is. You like, you, your, you like hot, hot, hot sauce? 
favorite hot sauce is tapatio hot sauce all day baby. what is it tapatio you tapatio. You, you 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 like hot hot sauce i don't it, it's the best hot sauce that i found i'm not saying okay. i'm like some sort of like aficionado or connoisseur of hot sauces but i really like it had it uh, had it on a breakfast sandwich this morning so nice i like that question that's an interesting question <laughs> so next is the final question and the final question i have for you is how can and where where can people find out more about you online yeah absolutely if you want to reach out to me on facebook like i said super active here linkedin uh my name is andy cole zero to 60 labs.com uh, is our website so that's www.0260labs.com labs.com uh reach out to me anywhere there uh is good and uh happy to chat with you about whatever you want to chat about so Awesome. Andy, this has been excellent. I really appreciate you doing this and I look forward to having you back in the future. Maybe, you know, we can go more detail, more granular about some Google stuff. Maybe you can bring a partner. Who knows? We'll talk in the future. But thank you so much. I really appreciate you. Sounds good, man. Hey, appreciate right. you having me on. All yeah, right. Absolutely. Bye -bye. Take it easy, man. All right.